welcome, Mama. I hope you feel safe, loved and taken care of here. This podcast is all about all things feminine mothering, self-awareness, parenting, love and beauty. All of the amazing things that come with us from parenting these little people. But most of all, I want you to tap into your own feminine goddess self. And this is where I'll share all my wisdom on this subject. Kiki. I'm here to share all things feminine with you, all about tapping into your inner feminine and your feminine mothering. So today I wanted to share about four ways we can provide warmth as mamas. Now, the feminine mama already does this and she's already doing many of these things all the time or she's in a relationship with someone who is doing some of these things as well. I guess what I wanted to bring your awareness to is these are like a superpower for you. They, they provide warmth in a way that is not about physical warmth. When we have these little babies, we think, oh gosh, I've just got to hold them all day. And as time goes on, we hold them less and less until they become teens and we can't even remember the last time we physically touched each other. But you can still breathe out and embody your warmth in all these different places. So I wanted to talk to you about the four different ways that I feel we bring warmth to our families And we're also bringing warmth to ourselves. Now, warmth is a very feminine state to be in. It is like a warm, feminine woman brings warmth with her wherever she goes. She's the woman who turns up with some cakes to a catch-up. She's the woman who buys coffees for people or makes the coffee or the tea or She's just, she brings this, like, it's almost like she has a little fire inside and she makes sure it is always lit. And if you really struggle with some of these things, that's perfectly okay. But what I want to encourage you to do is to find that warmth inside and utilize it. Because when you're acting from your feminine state, you feel warmer you feel more loved, you give more love and you receive more love and it will make you feel better all the time. And so when we stop looking for the cold and calculated ways of uh, warming our life up, such as scientific things or going and seeking help from people who don't know us very well. And that can be in the medical field and things like that. If that feels good and safe to you, then definitely go and do that. But it isn't the most warming way to support yourself. So here is four ways. There's actually quite a few things in the four ways. So I'm going to unpack it as quickly as I can. And these things are going to seem quite simple. 
at first, but what I want you to look at is, are you doing these things every day? And it's like uh, lighting a fire in your home. When you do these things often, even multiple times a day, and I'll talk about how often I do these things, it will feel like your home or your life or your existence is is hugging you and the people who you come in contact with, okay? So number one is candles, incense, and possibly essential oils. So I'm going to unpack these a little bit. Uh, I always hated incense, like hated it, because I always thought I was smelling like some kind of streets of India type thing, which is not a bad thing, but it just never, ever resonated with me until like a few months ago, I, my neighbor has often burnt incense, but there was this one time I was hanging my washing out and my gosh, I was like, can I come over? (laughs) I feel safe from over here by what you're burning in there. Like hanging out my washing feels better because you're burning this incense. And so then I went on a bit of a like, let's say burning spiral (laughs) for analogy of words and went off um, finding all different ones. Maybe when I pop this podcast up, I could post the ones that I have been using and I have found some delicious ones and I have found some hideous ones. So there's definitely a fine balance. I think incense can be bought really cheaply and really affordably and not overbear your entire home. If you only live in a small home, I would even pop it outside with the door open or something like that. I, the one I love is like a vanilla one, but I wouldn't say it smells like vanilla. That's just what it's called. And it's very cheap, like $6 or something like that. Candles. Now, and also when you burn incense in your home, when people come in, they they don't notice the incense. If you put it in the right spot, that is another thing to put it in the right spots. They notice there's like a warm feeling. And that's what we're going for. Candles. Uh, I actually couldn't use candles for a little while because my toddler became obsessed and couldn't stop touching them and things like that. And uh, probably for the last few months, we've been able to get back into them and I have them everywhere. I light a candle in my own room before bed. My older kids used to have a candle on their bedside table that they would utilize before they went to bed. We had stopped that and I'm now just thinking, I think we need to bring that back in. And they sing it a little song. And especially at night time, like I'll try and turn as many lights off and as many lamps on. So my whole thing at nighttime is no or less overhead lights. Like who needs light shining from above their head when it can be surrounding them? And so that light becomes a warmth from around with the candle. If you do not love candles that smell, then beeswax candles. I felt a huge amount of guilt because I have a lot of friends online who are sort of like low tox or let's say um into the lesser fragrance fragrance (laughs) space and I felt so guilty for really enjoying those things for so long and now I'm just like I really love 
fragrance. I love things that smell beautiful and make me feel fabulous. So just go with what makes you feel heavenly and feel great about it. Beeswax candles, we make our own, but you can definitely buy them online if you just Google beeswax candles. Essential oils. Now, diffusing essential oils is uh, is lovely, but I do not find it brings warmth. So it's an interesting thing. I find that you can feel warmth from essential oils when you pop some on a pillow. So it can feel a bit hug-like or if you put a little bit on the corner shoulder of your blouse or something like that. But it doesn't feel like a warm process to me at the moment and that could totally shift for me next week. So if that feels like a warm process to you, definitely do it. Number two, another way that we bring warmth. So how the feminine brings the warmth into her life is through food. And food can look like so many different things depending on what stage your family is. If you have a baby and you're cooking them food, your warmth exists in that food that you're making for them. Uh, Even if you're choosing takeaway. That's why your husband or your partner will often look at you and be like, what do you think? Because they're looking for your warmth, like your internal flame like your intuition really like what do you think is the right takeaway for tonight and you need to follow that and not resist it just be like oh yeah it's that yeah there's the answer and there's the warmth um knowing the right food that your kids need you know if it's a really cold time of year it's like knowing that your kids are going to need a soup in the afternoon when they come home from school so you've popped that on the stove or you might have put it in the slow cooker if you're at work all day and you've put it in the slow cooker in the morning it's, you know, sometimes I can like literally feel that my kids need like a roast dinner. And I like, I can't tell you where that comes from. I can't tell you, like, it's not because they're sick. It's not because of anything. I could just like look at them and go, okay, I'm just going to go buy like a chook or a, a lamb leg or something like that and cook a roast because that's what my family needs. Even if sometimes that's not what I need, I can see that the rest of my family needs that and provide it. And it's all about listening to that. It might be that you know they need a cake bake today. And I feel like this kind of got... This can get skewed into be like, oh, you're the only one cooking or you're the only one providing in this way. It's actually not about that. It's just that you actually have this intuition. Like sometimes I feed my kids plain noodles for dinner, like just a bowl of plain noodles. I don't even have to ask them. I can just see where we're at so when you follow that that type of warming intuition it's very easy and very flowy and doesn't often feel resistful it feels normal but when you resist that when you try and like break it or you try and stick to like rule-based eating that's come from some man in a fucking science lab that is when you mess things up a bit that's when you're not following your feminine flow. Number three, another way the feminine provides warmth is through clothing. A lot of mums will like, <laughs> it's an, really interesting because they'll complain about like 
buying clothes for their kids or having to get new things for their kids or, or whatever, especially my mum friends. I don't know. I've, sat, I've spent so many years of my life like sitting around talking about shoes or gumboots or, or, you know, even in the groups I'm in now, like I realise most times we'll talk about where did those gumboots come from or like where did those raincoats come from or whatever or where did those bathers come from? Like we spend a lot of time thinking and processing and considering these things And there's a level of kind of bitterness that like, oh, women are stuck doing this again. But this, you know, you actually can't get rid of it. It's like a feminine thing that like sits inside of you and it's your way of warming and providing for your family. And so I feel that we need to stop resisting this. We need to stop saying it's bad or that it's too much of the mental load, especially when we can like literally order clothes on the internet and have them at our house the next day, right? Not that that's always the way that it needs to be done, but that is available to you. And the interesting thing is we're all having these conversations and there is a level of kind of, oh, blah, blah, needs new trainers again. And sometimes I just want to remind us that there was a time where we were so excited to buy those things for our kids before they arrived Like when you think about being pregnant or, you know, even in the first year of parenting, how exciting it was to move up a size or to um, buy them their first pair of shoes or, you know, the little undies when they've graduated to that stage. It is just like the most amazing feeling in the whole world. And the longer you sit in society's version of being a feminine mother, you're like, oh, I don't have time for this or, oh, it's too expensive or, oh, it's like, it's like a problem. Whereas this is your magic. This is your like weaving way of sharing your warmth is through knowing which jumpers feel nice on which kid. Cause we've all had a kid who doesn't like the feel of some type of jumper, right? Um, you know, kids and clothing is like a whole topic. I've actually just come up with another idea in my head. Um, finding the right socks. We, I had a massive conversation with my mother-in-law about like finding the perfect socks for six people is like waving your wand through all these different places and spaces and knowing which ones everyone needs. The toddler who only wants cars on his socks, the girl who only wants anklets and the one who wants rib socks that fit perfectly over her feet, you know. And that is just this magical process of getting it right. And we think because we get it wrong sometimes that maybe we're not, we're not going to get it right, but we do get it right. And we try and we try so hard to bring that beauty into our lives. And the other way we do this with clothing is by packing or taking things for our beautiful little people that they might need that day. And this is like bringing warmth and bringing a hug. It's like when we get out and you've packed all the raincoats, even though no one else did because they didn't think it would rain. And when it starts raining and they look at you and I say, hey, the raincoats are in the boot. And they're like, wow, you are magic. And it's because you know is when you pack all the Wellington boots for the puddles because you know you don't resist that. You don't you don't stomp around saying, oh, this is too much work for me. You just know. I can't tell you how many times I've packed the bathers and the towels or the coats and they haven't got used. And I 
I'm 100% okay with that for the times that they do get used. This is like a hug. I see you. I know that you might have needed this. Here it is. It's when you set your kid off to school and you've popped the jumper in their bag knowing they would have forgotten it or decided it was too heavy and you knew they would get cold and they open it up at morning tea, freezing in the undercover area and there is the jumper. That is your warmth. That is your hug from afar. That is your knowing. That is your ultimate feminine self sharing her love in a way that no one else can see and no one else will ever understand from you. Lastly, number four, providing actual warmth. So this is through physical warmth in a variety of ways. And I don't believe it just applies to winter. It's like knowing the sheets your kids like on their beds. It's getting, it's popping an extra blanket on because you know that they might wake up cold at night. It's putting a heat pack in their bed as a special surprise before they go to bed. Or it's, um, Sometimes my husband works in a really cold study every now and then, not very often to be honest, but every now and then I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to make him a hot water bottle for his feet because it must be freezing in there and make a hot water bottle and take it in. You know, like it's, it's the smallest of things that you filter around through your life. And they're always like these hugs of specialness that mums do that you don't need recognition for because seeing the look on your kid's face when you provide these feminine style things is life-changing of its own. And it's also ways that you can, if you're not there, as an example, let's say you have a babysitter or your mum comes to look after the kids overnight while you go somewhere or something like that, you might say, mum, these kids like a heat pack in their bed before they hop into bed. And then I take it out as I've kissed them goodnight because otherwise they get too hot. And it's almost like a way of sharing you with someone else and your kids know that. It might be that you tell the babysitter that you light a candle on the mantle before everyone goes to bed and then we blow it out. And it's these tiny things, the very, very small things we do that our kids can feel us in. And they are the things also that when we move through this life and are no longer here, that our kids will still feel. Our kids will still feel our presence in the candle. They will still feel our presence in the food the way the mum cooked it even if you do not have to be a perfect cook they will feel the presence of their mum every time they pack their bathers for their kids they'll feel their presence of the heat pack that they put in the bed for their own children and this is showing out and I know that you do these things. I know that you do them all the time. And what I'm giving you is the absolute recognition that this is the work. This is, this, is the, this is the answers that no one else can give you. This is the wisdom that we share with our fellow mothers that doesn't make sense. 
because it fixes all. You know, I used to get my husband to heat the heat pack when I got a baby, when I bring a baby home and to put it in the little Moses basket every time the baby woke up so that when I put the baby back down, the basket was warm for them. You don't keep the heat pack in there, obviously. And, you know, like that probably doesn't abide by SIDS guidelines. Do what you feel is best. <laughs> the feminine mama doesn't think these things are extra. She thinks she is these things. They pop into her mind all day and she follows them. She does them. She knows that these things can be done even when she's not there and they are like the whispers of herself still being there. They provide comfort and warmth even when she's not there. So I hope you've got some more ideas from this or just some comfort and resolution that you are acting from your highest feminine self. I love you and thank you for listening.